Welcome to Gruesome, your horrific true crime podcast. I am Meg, and brand spanking new homeowner, Connie, is going to tell us all about Matthew Coleman for episode 45. So we usually do episodes of cases that are lesser known. That's one of the things like I love most about us. Or cases that have been solved, they're usually not too recent. But when I was researching for our Patreon bonus episode, shameless plug, I came across this case and it is, I had like read about it briefly, you know, it pops up like on your Instagram feeds, like breaking news. But I had to cover this because it is insane. It's developing literally as we speak. So there'll be more cases or like more episodes like just an update like little blips to come and just a heads up guys it's gonna be a shorter episode this week kind of a mini because I'm literally in the middle of moving and during the first week back to school my husband got COVID so (laughs) things are so now she's unpacking her brand new house while her husband suffers from COVID yeah and because he's been sick (laughs) so he's we have luckily I put it because we were renting so luckily I had like our notice like I didn't put it until the day we closed because we closed on Friday he got sick on Sunday tested on month yesterday and here we are so but he's vaccinated so it's not too bad he's you know a lot of sinus symptoms and man that sucks that you got the vaccine and you still get yeah But I will be, okay, this is, I don't care what your stance is on vaccines. It's not my business, to be honest. I don't give a shit. It's not my bat. <laughs> it's it's your thing. I will never criticize you for any of that. It's not my place to tell you what's best for your family. The only thing I will say is this. They say if you have the vaccine, the symptoms are less. And if that's the case, holy shit, because my husband is so freaking sick he has this cough and this fever that sounds like it comes from a horror movie to the point of it's almost obnoxious and i know he's sick but i'm like stop it (laughs) get not sick (laughs) okay so like i said this is a case that you may or may not have heard about in the news recently but it's like i said one we're going to be following up on as the trial unfolds when i was in high school can you hear lily crying in the background yeah Will your mic pick that up or does it like muffle out your background noise? We'll see. Do you want me to track times, by the way? Like if I, oh, no, if I, I hear if I hear goofs or are you just going to? Okay, cool. I didn't I know if you could double do both. Mm-hmm. When I was in high school, my brother, who is one of the biggest conspiracy theorists, I mean, we call him Crazy Dave because <laughs> he's always like he's got something like something the government's not telling you we you and i talked again in the bonus episode how we like falling into that rabbit hole you like getting sucked into these theories and it's like by the end of it you're like oh my god like yeah this is true i believe this believe it and also the ones that like you feel one way on but then you read something you're like it's wrong this is Mm -hmm. actually this way it's exciting Mm -hmm. yeah we like it yes Well, in high school, he brought me into his room and he was like, come here. You have to see this video. And I was like, okay. And it was about how all these different politicians were lizard people. We spent 
hours watching these YouTube videos. And like by the end of it, I was like, yep, you're right. The world is ran by reptilians, which that's a you think that would be a far fetched thought. But this theory was popularized by David Icke. He's a conspiracy theorist who his biggest claim is that shape-shifting reptilian aliens control Earth by taking on human form and gain political power to manipulate human societies. All right. I have heard this. I have never delved too far into it. Dude. I honestly didn't realize it was like still, it was like popping in like 2005 or whatever. Yeah. Um, In 2016, The Guardian published an article that said there are 12 million Americans who believe this theory, that there are interstellar lizards in people suits that rule our country. Some of the figures are Barack Obama, Alan Greenspan, Mick Jagger, Queen Elizabeth. Like Mick Jagger is a lizard person, but he's not trying to hide it. <laughs> Different type of lizard people. <laughs> and look, I'm not here to dispute that. I firmly believe aliens exist. I think it would be naive to think that in this entire universe, we are the only beings that have evolved. In the galaxies upon galaxies upon yeah, galaxies. There's no way. Like, I know that there's other people out there. I know that there's aliens. The CIA (laughs) admitted that there were aliens. I know governments around the world keep secrets. I know that our particular government is, has some capabilities to do some pretty shady and gnarly things. Again, I'm not here to dispute that part of it. That's why there are conspiracy theories because Mm -hmm. we, we can't, we're never going to know everything. Exactly. And okay. history shows that when panic is rising, institutions seem to start failing. The majority of people feel betrayed by these wealthy elites. And this is when conspiracy theories really start to reach more and more people because they want someone to blame the problems on. It's That's just human nature. Recently... The reptilian theory has been fueled by the group QAnon, everybody's favorite. Yeah, the Qs. This theory has directly transpired to real world violence. And the like recently, um, a Seattle man, his name is Bucky Wolf. He murdered his own brother with a four foot long samurai sword because he believed his brother was a lizard. The Nashville. It's a big samurai sword. Yeah. Like. (laughs) That'd be like swinging like a five-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. The Anthony Quinn Warner who um, did the the Nashville bombings. Mm -hmm. He wrote like the big RV that this was just like around Christmas time. Yeah. He sent packages to his friends with like letters with pages and pages and pages of documents stating this that the world was ran by these reptilian people and it's easy to see stories like this where you know it's like okay there's histories of like mental health concerns like all right i can see why they were so easily and heavily influenced by these conspiracies but what happens when there isn't that kind of history when it appears that it's just a guy with a beautiful family who does literally the unthinkable i just realized which case that i just realized mm-hmm. who this person is and okay yep 
Let's do it. <laughs> so weekly trigger warning for brutality um, and crimes against children. This is a rough one, not one to listen to with your kids, obviously. So let's get into it. Matthew Taylor Coleman was born in 1981 in Santa Barbara, California. His dad owned a small business. His mom was an artist. He loved surfing, sailing, spearfishing from an early age. He was on a championship surfing team growing up. After college, he moved to Spain. He was teaching English. After he lived abroad for about two years and he came back to the States, he taught high school, coached a surf team. He was looking for ways to give back to his community. He married his wife, Abby, on January 8th, 2017. To the, together, the two of them did a lot of community outreach. They opened the Loveland Surf School where he had tons of students who adored him. His he taught youth surf lessons everywhere from like beginning, like beginners to advanced. And all of the parents said that he was great with kids. He was very kind. He was patient. The students loved him. Together, Abby and Matt had two kids. Their son, Kaleo Sky Coleman, was born in October of 2018. And their daughter, Roxy Rain Coleman, was born in September of 2020. Social media, he frequently posted pictures of his kids. He said how much he loved being a dad. Abby said that they had a great relationship. They didn't fight. They, he was a great husband and a great father. Obviously, if that was where it ended, we wouldn't be discussing that right now. Yeah. On August 7th, 2021, so literally just a couple weeks ago, Abby called the Santa Barbara police to say that her husband had left their Santa Barbara home in their Mercedes Sprinter van and that she didn't know where him and the children had gone because he wasn't answering her calls and he wasn't answering her text messages. She didn't believe at the time that her children were in danger. She just wanted to know where they were. All of them were supposed to be going on a camping trip, but he just up and left with the kids and Matt didn't have a car seat. So she was like, all right, what the hell's going on? When she called the police, she was just wanting them to try and call Matt. But he wasn't returning their calls either. An officer offered to meet her in person. But she was like, no, I don't need it. Like she declined further. And she's like, I'm just going to wait. She started having like other family members call him. But no one, he wasn't answering the phone for anyone. The next day, she called back. And at approximately 7 p.m., officers showed up to their house and the official investigation began. Officers asked Abby if she would be able to use the Find My iPhone app to see if they could try and locate Matt that way. So she used her laptop and his phone dinged at the Pabellan Rosario, Pabellan Rosarito Resort in Rosarito, Baja, California, Mexico at 2.30 p.m. that day. The, this area is like an open-air shopping center. So FBI agent Jennifer Bannon was given Matt's picture and it was given to agents at the border to try to detain him when he tried to come back to the United States. On August 9th, Matt Taylor was, Matt Coleman was detained at the San Cedro port of entry around 1 p.m. when he tried to cross back into the United States. Upon searching the van, officers realized that he was attempting to cross alone and that his children were not in the van with him. So now panic sets in, right? Like where are the kids? What, where would he have taken them? 
And at this point, Abby... Why did you have to go to Mexico? Mm -hmm. Abby still didn't believe that he would have harmed their children because he was such a doting father. But investigators soon found what appeared to be blood on his registration. FBI supervisory agent Joyce Denise had contacted the Mexican liaison partners from SSPM, which is their, um, it's like their street patrol, informing them of the two missing Coleman children. When she provided them with the ages of the two children, the SSPM Rosarito officer had horrible news to share. On the morning of August 9th, a farmer by the name of Roberto was on his way to work when his dogs began barking and running through some brush. He followed them, and to his horror, he discovered the bodies of two young children who had been stabbed multiple times. They were laying in a puddle of blood at the base of a small tree. SSA Joyce Denise was sent pictures of the deceased children, and she observed large puncture wounds in both of their chests. She concluded that the two children in the picture matched the pictures of the Coleman children. So Matt Coleman was taken into an interview room and he immediately, he was read his Miranda rights, but he waived his rights to speak to, to have an attorney present. And he agreed to speak with the agents in a recorded interview. He tells these agents that he drove his children to Mexico on August 7th, 2021 as reported by Abby, he didn't have a car seat, so he put Roxy in a box. She was 10 months old. Put her in a box in the back of the van and headed to Mexico. He said that around 5 o'clock in the morning, he pulled off the side of the road in the area of Rancho del Cillo. And again, trigger warning because very graphic details. He stated that he used a spear fishing gun to murder Roxy. And then he followed by murdering, murdering Kalo. He admitted that he didn't die right away, so he had to move the spear around and that he had hurt his hand in the process. Oh, my God. Yeah. In his statement, and I read the full affidavit, he makes it seem like, and I don't want to say this, like, that it was like a, oh, it was just like quick. He's like, I just did this. But this piece of shit, because that's the only way to, I can think of to describe it. He stabbed Roxy 12 times. His son was stabbed 17. So this wasn't something that he did quickly. This was torture. After he brutally murdered his children, he moved their bodies about 30 yards away and placed them under some brush, his children. And it's hard for me to even like comprehend that level of brutality against someone's children. No, Not I, I read about this case last week and it... I thought about it for two days and mm -hmm. like I brought it up to my husband and I was just like, I can't stop thinking about this. It's messing me up. And like, I, <laughs> I've already cried. Like I cried the first time I read about it a little bit. I'm sorry. But, like it's right. <laughs> it's right behind my eyes right now. It's awful. Yeah. You can't, you, how, how could you comprehend? No. And I don't want to like ever take away the severity of a stranger murdering a child. But I feel like when it's a stranger that you watched your children grow from babies and not even just like this man, just anyone who murders children, men, women, grandparents that you know, that you love, that you raised. Yeah. I understand people have mental health issues, 
but this is these are the type of crimes that I don't give a shit if you have mental, mental health. health issues don't excuse no murder no 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 he explained to the police how where he um like the area where their bodies were found he told them where he put the spear he told them where he put the whole spear gun the um where he had discarded his his bloody clothes they showed him pictures and he identified the bodies as his children's he marked the pictures with his initials to show like he acknowledged that they were them and his reasoning was he explained that he was enlightened by Q Anon and the uh, and Illuminati conspiracy theories, and he was receiving visions and signs that Abby possessed serpent DNA and that she had passed it to his children, and that he was quote saving the world from monsters. When he was asked whether he knew if it was right or wrong, he said that he knew it was wrong, but it was the only course of action that would save the world. And was he planning on coming back and doing it to Abby also? That is, I, I don't know. And like, we'll, I think as the trial progresses, we're going to have more information with that. But Abby had no idea that he was into conspiracy beliefs at all. He had never mentioned it to her. He had posted on Facebook, like back in November saying, uh, what if we're in the start of a brand new renaissance? What if all of this is opening us up to a, a new 2021 and a lightning period? Yeah, but that even that doesn't sound. Yeah, that doesn't sound crazy. like that I'm going to murder like, my children. No, it just sounds like, um, I mean, it's, it's maybe a little douchey. Yeah. And but it's not anything I would, I would just probably scroll past that and be like, yeah, yeah, I hear you. But what's weird to me is he kept up this facade that he was a loving husband, a love. And like, I had the thought when Abby was like, we were going to go camping. Like, I don't like we had a like, was he going to do it there? Like, was he like planning to take his, you know, be like a whole, you know, take the camping annihilator. Yeah. But he was arrested, obviously, like. That day, he was transported to the Santa Ana jail, and he was charged with the federal charges of foreign murders of U.S. nationals. Good. So, so Good. yeah, obviously. Like, he never, he was supposed to be arraigned today, August 31st, but it was postponed, and another date hasn't been announced yet. But this is what, again, I am all for conspiracy theories. I think they can be fun. I think it's, you know, interesting, but this is an educated, intelligent, successful man. And what pisses me off about this kind of stuff is like people take these conspiracy theories and they fall deep enough into the rabbit hole where they can, their brain starts to bend it to believe that it's no longer just like lizard people ruling the world. It's like your wife has serpent DNA and like you have to kill your children to save the world. And it's getting out of, in the age of social media, a little tangent for a second. I am for free speech. Obviously, we have a podcast. If it wasn't free speech, if we didn't have free speech, we wouldn't be doing what we're doing. But like, at what point do people who share all this dumbass shit on the internet, like when do they start getting charged with shit like this? Yeah, I mean, 
who <laughs> are they out there telling them? Because I know there's like there's Facebook and stuff, obviously, but um, I mean, there's other levels mm-hmm. of di- there's different forums where people talk about this stuff. And they are they saying like if you think that they have because they possess DNA, like you should kill them or we you should get rid of yeah, them. Yeah, like, like where does this where does it change? Like where are we? I'm a, like, is it a dark web thing where it's like you cross that threshold of lizard people rule the world? That's what like, I don't know. I like, and, where does it, where are you guys fighting this type of information where it, where you're going so deep into it yeah. that it convinces you that your babies are evil? And I don't, I know that you have to have some mental defect to murder your children like i know that but it is not an excuse and fuck this guy i hope i guess i just don't understand how the like i said more will come out right but nothing no nothing no and if you were that if you were that concerned like my wife has serpent dna you could leave yeah or like i would just think that he would have been withdrawn from her. Like it would have been like a, you know, he did start to act kind of weird towards me, like standoffish. Yeah. Like, yeah, but there was none of that. No reports of that. Friends of both of theirs were like, all right, obviously this is fucking insane. And this is disgusting and horrendous, but we never, that is not the person. No one knew. Like we didn't know this. And it's just, I know people, you see these stories and like you see the videos of it's like the QAnon shit on like, you know, you see it shared and you can watch the videos. Yeah. You never know what is being posted is true or not. Like people can, I could type up this whole article, make it look legit and be like, Megan is a, Megan's a lizard person. I do have a lizard DNA. It's true. Um, it reminds me, and we kind of we kind of briefly touched on this in the uh, in the bonus episode that we did for August, but it, the the PizzaGate thing where they're convinced that they were running like the sex trafficking ring out of mm-hmm. this pizza parlor's basement, and this guy went in there with his like the guns, and he was like, you know what, I'm gonna go save these kids, and that pizza parlor didn't even have a basement. That wasn't just that kind of stuff, you know. It just gets so insane. I I am not naive to think that the, I know pedophilia. I know that I know that is a raging issue in yeah, Hollywood. It exists. With, I understand that. I understand that you, that you hate it and you want it to go away and you want to save these people, like these kids. Yeah. Anyone. Yeah. Like anyone involved, dude, you want to save me them. up. Like I will always be the biggest advocate. Like I you know, you, like we, I will always, if they're like, Hey, we're getting a group together there, there is documented human trafficking. They're right here. We're going to save these kids. I'd be like, fuck yeah, I'm in. Let's Let's go. go. Let's go. But like you're spitting and like, you know, maybe there are lizard people. Maybe there are reptilian people. Abby Coleman is not one of them. Her children were not one of them. One, they're not the wealthy elite. They're not the, like, she was just a mom who loved her kids and her. Now she her, has to yeah. live with this. And not even just like the, you know, not even just the, 
the fact that she, her her children were murdered. She also is going to be wrestling with the how did I not see this coming? Yeah. Which is what she kept saying. She's like, I have no idea like how like I never I never saw this coming. And like she said when she first made that like she didn't think her kids were in danger. She just wanted to know where he took them. Yeah. Why you shouldn't your kids go off with their dad who you love, who you believe loves them. Mm-hmm. Why would you worry? And this is another like when we did our very first trailer for Gruesome, we were like, it'll have you questioning every person you've ever met. And then you do a case like this where it's like, I don't know. Question every person I know. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I would think nothing if my husband, I mean, he doesn't plan anything. So I'd be like, wait, something's up. But like, I would, if they like all went away for the day, I would think nothing of it. I'd be like, okay. Sweet. Thanks. Um, I don't know. I just, QAnon has gotten so insanely out of control. And I mean, it's not just this, like they have kidnapped people or plotted to kidnap people. They've plotted to assassinate (laughs) people. They have murdered people. Mm -hmm. Uh, and all in the name of whatever the internet is telling them. Mm -hmm. And it's, you make jokes about, and I don't like, we, I try very hard not to be political, but like you make jokes about like these proud boys and like shit like that. Where they're like, Intel we're going to culture. Yeah. We're going to do all this. This guy did not fit that stereotype. And that's what is like, you never know who someone, who is just off enough that is going to really buy into this shit and do something horrible, like murder his children. You don't know what people are capable of. No. I mean, and then why... like you, you, they had, there's a just, I was trying to save the world. Like in his head, I know I did that this was wrong, but this is the only way to save the world. What? Makes me sick. Yeah, me too. It just makes me so sad mm-hmm. for Abby and for her babies and just sucks. Um, and the farmer who, um, yeah, the farmer who found them. He did an interview. He made like a memorial, like where he found them. And it was like very precious. It was just like a wooden cross for each of them. Um, they didn't give his full name. And I'm, I don't know if that's just because like the trial is like in process. I would imagine that guy's probably going to have to testify. Yeah. And he was saying he has nightmares and like it's something that he's never going to be able to get out of his head, which like who the fuck could? Like who could? No one, not one person. It's, I, we did our bonus episode and it was like, not the lighthearted side of it because like it's still involved like murder it was like hollywood the hollywood yeah side but not like this not like the elites are running like the elites are lizard people running the media and the politics of the world but we i know wealthy people are running the world i know that it i we know they're weird as hell (laughs) yeah and like I would be more, I have fallen into the Illuminati uh, rabbit holes before. And like, I, I can see that. Like I can see there's a group of rich people who just run shit. And like, I, that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. It reminds me of uh Bohemian Grove. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. You, Bohemian. I, uh, I, we will, I'll probably do an episode on Bohemian Grove eventually because I've, I'm deep uh, into that one. Too. Yeah. And it's. <laughs> There is weird shit that goes on that we don't know about, but like 
then it spills over into like normal people shit and like horrific things happen. I just, <sighs> I know, um, I know that Q started on 4chan. Nothing good comes from 4chan. Nothing good comes from 4chan. Not one thing. Um, but like Q was like the one like giving information, right? And then they were all like, okay, we're all backing you. I don't know all the specifics of it because yeah, honestly, I try I try to ignore it, but I think that's part of the problem. I think a lot of people just try to like ignore these I people agree. away. And then you get these people who just, they go so far off the deep end that you're like- Yeah, exactly. And there is a balancing act with the internet. There is the, it is great. We live in a society where you can literally learn how to do or go do anything, anything, anything you have ever wanted to do. You Knowledge can find is limitless. Yeah. You can find there's no, you don't have to, I still go, love going to the library, but you don't have to spend hours. You just type it in and it's right there. It are like your fingertips. It's actually kind of crazy to me because I think about our kids, how they don't know the struggle of like, just, <laughs> They don't know, know the Dewey Decimal System. <laughs> and, like, they didn't realize that, like, we had to wait for stories to come, like, on TV. It wasn't, like, instant. Like, if something happens in the world, I get a vibration on my phone and an alert, and it tells me everything. It's great because, like, if a child is kidnapped, doesn't matter the time of the night, I get the alert on my phone. It's, you know, that side of it is great. Technology is great for that. But the balancing act comes. It is also... You can get anything. You can learn anything you want to know. And some of that shit is not good. And, or true. Or true. It's <laughs> it's just some dumbass sitting in his mom's basement like, <laughs> and it's or, like. Or obviously like a very mentally ill person yeah. who has decided that they need to bring, they need to enlighten us. <sighs> yeah. Like, uh. it's just like, oh my God. And if you start, if you start reading enough of it and these people are charis. It's just like a cult leader. Like it is a cult. Like it's a, it's the charismatic, like, Oh, I can do anything. I can do anything. And then the anthill people happen. <laughs> like, yeah. So that was my mini case because it was just so. It also, that case reminded me of the other one that happened in California recently um, about the husband and wife and their baby and their dog. And they were all just, they were found dead, the whole family, even the dog. And they have no idea why. The autopsy, they went camping. Autopsy reports don't show anything weird. They thought like maybe there was some toxic water they drank or some kind of like uh, toxic air quality that just killed them Mm -hmm. all. But it's just, they don't, they just died suddenly. Let me, uh, let me see if I can find, I can give you more information than that vague description family annihilators are always so gross i can't i i can't wasn't there the dad who was like the fitness instructor i think it was in california too yeah it was it was Um, and he had like killed all of his kids put them in the bed and like people only knew that like he had done this because uh he didn't show up for his like zoom personal training lessons or whatever Ooh, i don't know about that the hiker this is the hiker family by Yosemite. Um, this one, they think it was toxic algae, but they were backpacking um, a 3.2 mile trail around. Um, is that a Merced, lot? 3.2 miles. I don't know. I don't have, I don't hike. 
Yeah, a lot for me. Is that a log trail? So their names were Josh Garish and Ellen Chung, and they had a one-year-old daughter named Niju, and they had their family dog, and they were camping and hiking, maybe just hiking. Um, but they were found on the trail. Yeah, there's not the from what police say, there's not like a clear idea of what happened. They handled it as like a hazmat situation at first. They thought maybe carbon monoxide poisoning, um, because that sometimes happens when you're camping, I guess. Again, we don't camp. We've never made that a secret. Uh, but We're not outdoorsy. <laughs> We're outdoorsy in that we like drinking on porches. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's really weird. And then a couple of days ago, it popped up that like said toxic <laughs> algae got r- ruled out. Um, what? Yeah, they ruled out the toxic algae. So now, what are they saying? They said it's unusual. There was no trauma, no obvious cause. There was no suicide note. They had hiked over eight miles in very hot weather. Uh, but there was nothing. But you would think that, like, with, obviously, if they're hiking eight miles, they're experiencing and experienced hikers. Yeah, and their whole it was their whole thing. Even their dog died. Mm, that's so sus. I think it's it's definitely weird. Um, Don't get me started on national park people. Yeah, th- that's what I thought through the first time I saw it. I was yeah. like, it's a national park. What could have happened to them? But look, there's a hole. You want to talk? Okay, you want to fall into a hole? Do the national parks hole? The national <laughs> parks hole. You will never go camping. I had a patient who was like. Oh yeah, we're gonna trek through all the national parks. I was like, "Oh man, have you read about the national parks people?" And he was like, "All the no. missing people." There's a lot of missing people. And they just disappear like right in front of people's faces. Ah. They're there one second, they're gone the next. Mm-hmm. Uh, That'll I, probably be a bonus episode like at I some that, point because that's insane. Yeah, that uh, that explanation of the hiking family—they weren't. That wasn't very clear because I didn't really research it. it. Just that what you just told me about it reminded me. Of that other family who was mysteriously found dead, but they did rule out toxic algae and mm. their and their aut- national park. And the autopsy showed, but then I started thinking, like, well, what if like they were all given insulin or something? It was like the between the toes and it between. Just... <laughs> I don't. Mm. I'm not a forensic scientist. So I can't tell you how what happened. How you would be able to determine that, but. As I just said about falling into holes, I think I'm about to fall into one because I got to figure this out. Agent Connie is on the case. Agent Connie on the case. I don't know. It's that case is a bummer, though. That Matthew guy. I will definitely be keeping up with what happens. Yeah, we'll post updates. And he's in California, so there's only so many outcomes. He's probably going to plead guilty, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. he's already admitted to everything yeah and it was recorded and you waived your rights like even if you mm-hmm. didn't plead guilty you are guilty but i think he'll plead yeah that, i hope he gets no leniency i hope he all. doesn't at all apparently he could also be facing charges in mexico good which he should Who, I hope you're just gonna, gonna go to mexico to commit murder that's the dumbest that's thing dumb i've ever heard because you th- I think I don't know if you've read about the Mexico prison system, but it uh I think it's not like people the in America who are 
they just think like Mexico is lawless or something. Like that yeah. is the idea that they have of Mexico, and that's not it. That's no, not it at all. Like zero no. percent is that the case? It's just so weird. Uh, if anything, it's especially crimes against children like this. An American coming down there and doing it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Not today, Satan. It's just every time I think of like these like Q Anon, all these things, I think of like when my grandma shares a Facebook post and I'm like, that's not true, grandma. Like, what are you doing? Oh my gosh, I know. I have other people who have told me, you know, older family members that have said, well, you know, it's <laughs> they're harvesting adrenochrome from the babies. And I'm like, mm, please stop. Please stop reading Facebook. Please stop. I was recently told that, are you vaccinated? I was like, yeah, dude, I had to get vaccinated for work. You know that people who get the vaccine, they're going to die in five to eight years. I was like, man, I hope so. Like, (laughs) if this is how shit's going to be going around the world. No kidding. Sign me up. Uh, (laughs) What's with the thing? What are they? Horse medicine? That's all I've seen lately is that. Instead of taking the vaccine, people are uh, taking some type of medication that is for horses. Have you not seen this? No. Oof. no. Okay. Hold on. I've Hold been on. like elbow deep in my own COVID shit. And, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm okay. living it. I see it. <laughs> like pet stores are having to keep it behind the counter and you have to give verification, like show them your vet bills and like your whore, like proof that you actually have horses horse meds covid pops right up what is- <laughs> this is so, what i hate about covid and the vaccine and it's ivermectin okay? what is that what does it do so it's a drug that's given to livestock it's an anti-parasitic and people are buying it to stay quote unquote protected from covid um and it's not like no one has said like no doctor or scientist or someone who of authority has said you should definitely use ivermectin but apparently some guy on the internet did some guy so on the internet here we are if you can tell us why people are doing this <laughs> taking ivermectin or uh, maybe you treats, are it treats worms it treats worms and like what does it have to do with covid uh, i don't know i don't know i'm you trying know to- i up until I am, and this is like, I stand by, this is why I haven't got COVID. I had no surgery by like 2018, 19 after I had my daughter. And I, when you have a sept, like a septum repair, you have to do nasal rinses. And I was already, I had already been doing them for years because I had a deviated septum. So I got frequent sinus infections and you, I, it's almost like a tick at this point. I, I feel clean when I do them. So I do them every single day. I bought like a special thing. And by a special thing, I mean, it's an old water pick that like I literally clean out my nose in the morning and at night every single day. When COVID was like at its height, like when it first started, I would put, I diluted betadine because it sterilizes things. And I would swab the inside of my nose, betadine, and I would do my rinses because I was- okay. That sounds crazy, Connie. <laughs> I know. I know. 
<laughs> but I have an entire house full of sick people right now. So I'm, I'm sterilizing my nasal cavity. <laughs> I know it sounds crazy, but like what once about I, your mouth cavity? I do that too. <laughs> but like we were wearing N95s at, like at work. Like, you know, that was my whole. And like they had said like you, you know, I can like sit in your nose. And then that, uh, I don't know. I fell for one of those Facebook things. But I stand for, <laughs> I stand by my nasal rinses. And I mean, yes, nasal rinse away if you need it. I don't do Betadine anymore because I was like, like, I was like COVID can't get me. COVID <laughs> so got my husband. <laughs> COVID can't get me. I got the cleanest nose in America. I wish I don't I don't wish I would get COVID, but like at this point in time, because if you have a husband or a boyfriend or uh, any male fig like person, you know how they are when they're sick. And I would take COVID right now. <laughs> as long as he didn't it. have to take it. I because like he'll cry from the bedroom. Uh, and I get it. He, I thought he was dying. I went and got like a pulse ox and everything for his finger because I was like, "This is it. We just bought this house, and I'm gonna, how am I going to pay for this?" <laughs> oh man. Um. Yeah. We know COVID isn't a joke. We know it's not something. No, it's not a to joke. make light of. It is horrible, and like and I said, we laugh so we don't cry. Yeah. Um, especially laugh. after you're vaccinated. <laughs> it's, I really didn't think it took my kids being in school eight days. And the best part is, this is what's crazy about kids. My oldest had a cough, but like an allergy cough. And obviously, like, did should, I could have got him tested, but my husband had it. And it's like, we all have to, like, they all have to quarantine anyway. So they're, but they're, I have one in the bedroom, like coughing, fever, all of the, he can't taste anything. He can't smell anything. And my kids are running around who did it. And I say this because my husband doesn't go anywhere. Like if you knew my husband, he doesn't go anywhere. He stay at home dad right now. He just How like, long hey. do you think before they're just like, we're doing homes, we're doing homeschool stuff again? <laughs> I hope like I hope for every parent's sanity that that doesn't happen i hope they can stay in school but they're going to keep infecting all of us with their little germy germ germs want no part of it we were like hey guys guess what's back masks congratulations you're wearing them for the rest of the year i don't care if anyone else in your class is wearing them you are i gotta wear i gotta wear them at school what a week it has been a crazy week hope you guys are okay yeah. This week's better, and there's no more stories like the one Connie just told us. No. Or mysterious deaths in the national parks. I just feel like uh, a part of quarantine and COVID has been like bringing out the best in people. Like, you really get and to spend the time worst. And the absolute worst. Yeah. There's no and more idle ground. mind or idle hands, both of them. Uh, yeah. Don't let your hands get idle, people. Bye. Make some sourdough bread. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Gruesome Horrific True Crime. We love you, beautiful strangers. And if you love us too, and you'd like us to keep putting out ad-free content, here are some of the ways that you can help support Gruesome. You can leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. This helps other true crime connoisseurs find us, and you get a 
I knew them before they were famous moment. Follow Gruesome Podcast on Instagram and talk to us on our posts. Engage with us. We love to hear from you there. If you'd like to send a donation, we have a Patreon. Sign up to join our True Crime Sticker of the Month Club and to gain access to exclusive Patreon perks. If a one-time donation is more your thing, you can find our Venmo at Gruesome Podcast and our PayPal using our email, gruesomepodcast at gmail.com. Speaking of which, we love hearing from you. It seriously makes our whole life. So send us questions, comments, suggestions, or just ask our opinion on whether or not that person you met on Tinder is a serial killer or not. Tune in next week and don't forget, lock your windows, lock your doors, and on Wednesdays, we're we're gruesome. gruesome. Bye. Bye. Bye.